welcome back to the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. This week, I am your host, Andrew, the man the man leading us down this bumpy road we call uh, podcasting. I am your Sherpa for the week, leading you into the mountain, this, this, this strenuous, dangerous mountains of the internet as we discuss topics unknown and uh, experience life together. There's my philosophical intro. Joining me, as <laughs> always, are my two fellow co-hosts, but not so much not not so much proper hosts because I'm your proper host. But these are my co-hosts, but no, but not lesser in any way, shape, or form. My I equal, do live on a bumpy road. Yeah, but not as equal podcast hosts. My head is Dawson spinning. I'm not following this at all. <laughs> so yeah, Dawson Matthew with me as always. Hello. Hi say something Dawson there you go there you go <laughs> we love the I, after I say hi he goes say something <laughs> after a whirlwind of a first episode we're back again this week I think brief explanation of how we're going to be doing this podcast I don't, don't think we clearly stated it because we've gotten a bit of a questions on what we're going to be doing for the podcast so, so I figured we'd start off with a brief explanation of what we're going to be doing what the whole what our whole dealio is or situation as they said as the kids say these days and um <laughs> what we're going to be doing basically is each week each one of us is going to be hosting it's going to be on a permanent rotation of last week Dawson hosted this week I'm hosting next week maybe we'll we'll leave it up to mystery of who's going to be hosting next week <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows <laughs> nobody knows um, weeks. Those people are gonna come up with topics and uh, segments and games and stuff. We're gonna be doing for the podcast, so we're just gonna be here and have some fun. We're all about having fun here, and we're just have a grand old time. So I it... don't know why uh, I was. Uh, I'm sure happening. It, it's hip happening, hippity happening, hippity happening. We're just hip hopping and we're like a bunch of frogs. Place just happy as can be but this i want to talk about something that has listeners can relate to everyone i definitely people my two co-hosts could relate to but traffic roads being constructed and deconstructed seemingly (laughs) as we live in in the glorious wonderful mitten shaped state of michigan we are from, and am I right, guys? No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's so worse. when you meant when you said you're taking us down a bumpy road, you meant literally. Literally, <laughs> this this morning I had the pleasure of driving back home after being home this weekend for Father's Day, and so I drove home this morning, and boy, oh boy, did I see some traffic. <laughs> I swear, if I see somebody wearing an orange shirt, I might just be—I just might flash back and beat them, because that orange—that is such an <laughs> aggravating color. Of orange, <laughs> tell you, like I don't know how they. Andrew pick. hates construction workers, apparently. I—I'm sorry, guys. I don't—I don't want to. I don't want. No, no offense to our constructing audience, but you we guys appreciate gotta, the pick, work that you, guys you do. Pick a different color. You gotta pick a different color. That neon yellow, I kind of vibe with. I kind of, I kind of like it. But that orange, it's just the most aggravating color. I don't know if it's just because it's an association with, um, with the construction that it's just such a triggering color. But, <laughs> but may, but it's such. A, if I see that shade of orange, it's just like. I would say I my vision goes orange, and I see that oh, that, that terrible color. You like physically repulse. <laughs> I know it's so I bad. Like, it seems like I feel like I'm, Matt wears. So I, I personally hope that when we all see each other in person this weekend, Matt wears orange and you just punch him in the face. Like that would you gotta be careful. That would be hilarious. I might have to and wear I, orange I would, intentionally. Just I would to push buy the limits. a ticket to see that. I do have orange, careful. plenty of it. That is a here, long Matthew. period of. <laughs> What? But yeah, it's just like it just seems like it's literally like like the internet. It's everywhere. It's it's everywhere, and it's not a good thing. And it seems like they're doing a new thing 
now the nowadays is they're just literally deconstructing the entire road. Like I'm, if I drive, I'm driving by, and I usually expect to see like, oh, well, maybe they're just like editing the pavement or fixing something like that. No, editing. They've torn down the entire road, and it's just dirt. It's like dirt. It's like we live in the 21st century. They're not supposed to be dirt roads except in really rural places. No and offense. I live to and they dirt. do it like every few years in the same places. Like they just keep redoing the same roads every few years because they just are falling apart constantly. I know. Yeah. Talk about talk about every few years. I seventy five that runs down on the east side east side of Michigan through Detroit. I swear it's but I've only been alive for 20, 23 years. That place has been under construction for at least fifty years before they could, <laughs> the before the highway even existed. It's been under construction. You know what place is? You know what's notorious for that is I seventy five down near uh, Toledo. My oh. dad claims oh, that yeah, it has literally been under F- construction his entire life. So it's, we jokingly yeah. refer to it as like the 50, 60, 70, 80 yeah, year construction. You cut out. Yeah, there's been a lot of cutouts so far. So this is a bit of a rocky start, quite literally. <laughs> I'm having technical difficulties. <laughs> For reasons we cannot explain, really. <laughs> Beyond our comprehension, we are only mere podcasting geniuses. Mm-hmm. We are not techno geniuses. <laughs> geniuses is a strong well, term. But yeah, it's. It's been something that's weighing heavily on my mind these days. It just seems like everywhere I, I try to go is under construction. Everywhere, it just seems a new place. It seems like the government of Michigan has purposely thought, hey, there's a guy. He's a young guy, freshly. He's just trying to live his life. We're going to ruin that by constructing every road he's ever driven on. <laughs> At hey, the same it, time. It could, it could honestly be worse. It could be Ohio. Could be Ohio. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So I, the way you know you've gotten into Ohio when Detroit, you finally get to Ohio, you know because it starts to smell worse and the more you see ten times more construction. So there you go. Sorry, listeners. people from Ohio, but I'm not. You sorry. know it's true. You South it's till you true. smell it, east till you step in it. That's how you find yeah. Columbus. There you hey. go cool few uh, a few cool places you've got uh we went to the cuyahoga falls a couple years ago that was that's fun. pretty cool it doesn't feel like it's ohio but it's cool yeah and right. that's why it doesn't feel like it's ohio um but then you've got cedar point which is also cool but you're kind of mooching off us because it's on a great lake so you know what you're stealing i i saw a twitter uh post back in the day like forever ago but uh this girl was saying they that we should flood ohio if she became president she would flood ohio and then she would name it lake inferior so that way the great lakes could be lake homies instead of lake homes (laughs) so genius yeah i want to except we wouldn't flood uh sandusky ohio because obviously like cedar point is is fantastic so we will build a dam around cedar point we could take toledo back for ourselves too while we're at it (laughs) yeah we'll we'll reclaim toledo with the new toledo wall there you go imagine (laughs) fighting over like state borders in like the 20th century or the uh, 21st century that's one of my like favorite like history stories is to think that like this little strip of land that contained the city of Toledo was like a huge point of contention between Michigan and Ohio for a while. Like it's just yeah. really yeah. funny to me. And then you learn yeah. about it in elementary school and you're just like Ohio, they stole another thing from us. <laughs> yeah, because Michigan and Ohio are the only states that have become has come is besides states in like a non fra that have come close to being in an actual war. Yeah. Like, yeah. There were both Michigan armies and Michigan militias and Ohio militias that were ready to go to war. <laughs> some guy, some, these, these group of brothers that robbed either a bank or some equivalent in Michigan, then escaped to Ohio. And, uh, the marshals from Michigan found out that the brothers were in uh, Ohio, they talked to the Ohio government and were trying to get them to extradite them back to uh, 
to get their marshals to go out, arrest them, and bring them back to Michigan, the Ohio government was refusing. And so it was like this whole – it was basically like a Cold War between states. It was this big heat up of, um, of tensions between the two states that led to both – both states forming armed uh, conflict, armed uh, militiamen that were ready to go and start killing each other. But I believe the only casualty in the entire war was one single cow. <laughs> How? Oh How in the gosh. world is it just a cow? I, I that's, that's 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 like the, almost as br- sad as the the emu war of Australia. That was, that was one it was <laughs> one classic. brave cow oh my god and it's also now one of the greatest if not the greatest rivalries in college football as well yeah yeah every football season michigan ohio ready to go to war yep and then the also there's one of my favorite like sports things is that the lions and the browns two historically pathetic franchises in the nfl have a trophy for when they play each other in the preseason which is of course the games that don't count and the trophy commemorates a ship that sunk in, like, one of the Great Lakes or something like that. It's just, like, the most fitting thing ever. That's so sad. It really, really is. I remember the last time we played him in the preseason, they're like, oh, and there's the trophy named after this ship that sunk. I'm like, well, isn't that fitting? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think we're the only two states with a rivalry. I've heard that, like, Oklahoma and Texas have a pretty big one. Yeah, that's uh, the other. But I feel like Michigan and Ohio is easily the biggest rivalry because it extends into, like, sports now. Yeah, so. well, Texas, Texas-Oklahoma, Texas the Red River rivalry, is also one of the greatest college football rivalries, and that's another cross-state yeah. one. Those ones that cross state borders are always fun because, like, obviously, you know, Texas isn't going to like Texas Tech, and Michigan's not going to like Michigan State, and... You know, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are always going to have their things. Florida, Florida State, Miami all hate each other. But, like, it's more fun when they cross state boundaries because it's like, ooh, there's something else on the line besides, oh, we share a state with you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other state rivalries that I've heard of. Uh, Texas okay. and Oklahoma was the other biggest one. Wisconsin and Minnesota hate each other, which I kind of, which oh, I find yeah, yeah. kind of funny because Minnesota's not typically good at anything. So Wisconsin just beats up on them every year. Although, mm-hmm. Minnesota did beat him this year to keep him from reaching the Big Ten Championship game, which was really funny, because Minnesota was not good this year. Mm. Okay, quick correction Quick yeah. correction on our uh, on our little history jaunt there. Yeah. The uh, the real reason for the Toledo-Ohio war was, as Matthew alluded to earlier, was the Toledo Strip, yeah. and that was the, uh, the demarcation between, because the... This is really boring, but I have to get it out there before I hear from people that we got it wrong. But, How dare uh, you? Was the, the since the Great Lakes did not give easily, did not allow the uh, separation between these two states, but easily, they there was a contention. Michigan wanted it. Ohio wanted it. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Uh, they wouldn't allow it. They were fought over it. It lasted over. It lasted from 1835 to 1836. Gosh. And uh, <laughs> between, uh, yeah, so not over that, but I think that was one of the things that led up to it was uh, something like that. But, uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad we got that ironed out. There's some I mean, interesting, but not so say, interesting history. Toledo's not too bad either. Like, I've been there recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't smell, even though... It is kind of like an entrance to Ohio, but, uh, <laughs> like it's, it's more when you're on the freeway that that happens. But, uh, normally I will go down there for one of two things, the Toledo zoo being one. And... Good zoo. Huh? It's a good zoo. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's a great zoo. Very interactive. A little bit, to. a little bit smaller than the Detroit zoo, which I love the Detroit zoo. Uh, it's just, they don't have like a ton of animals that the uh toledo zoo has like the toledo zoo has uh elephants still uh detroit zoo got rid of that um oh, i didn't even rhinos know it's been so long since i've been uh, there yeah it, it's it's really cool super interactive and the animals are a little bit more out and about um but yeah we uh oh, i will also go down there for a place called Piata, which is also uh, fantastic because they don't really have any in Michigan anymore, but it is fantastic food. 
uh, hashtag not a sponsor, but would gladly be sponsored by Piata because Piata is fantastic. Piata, come um, back to Michigan. We all miss you dearly. Please, yeah, come back. It's Italian street food, and it is great. It's like Italian like, Chipotle, basically. I know exactly. That's exactly what yeah. I was gonna say. It's like Italian <laughs> exactly. Chipotle. Yeah, their so tortillas good. are chef's kiss. Like, uh, I took my sister down there for the first time just before the Super Bowl because Cincinnati was playing in the Super Bowl. We wanted to drive down there and and see if we could get some like Cincinnati uh, Bengals gear. But of course, since it wasn't too far into Ohio. They actually really didn't have anything, so we went to about like five different places. But while wow. we were down there, I told go to Piata because it's the only one even remotely close to us. Mm -hmm. uh, and she loved it. She's like, I would drive, I would drive down here again for that. And it's only like a an hour drive, and I'm like, yeah, this this is worth it to me. So if it's worth it to you. Yeah, absolutely. I will go down here just for Piata. The last standing um, one in Michigan was in Ann Arbor, and I don't know if I mentioned yeah. it, but I'm a Michigan grad, so obviously I went there a ton during school. But oh. COVID, COVID killed it, and uh, now the closest one is in Toledo, which sucks. Rest in peace. Indeed, many, many, many dollars were spent there for me. I, I was yeah. there every time I finished an exam. That was like my go-to celebratory meal. You ever oh, yeah. spend so much at a restaurant? They feel you feel like they should make you like they should. Make you like part owner, or at least give you like a private booth or something like that. Yeah, that's Spend me. With, so that's, me with, uh, that's me with yeah. Little Caesars right now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like, come on, guys. I've, yeah, I've only bought a, a portion of your company here. Everyone at the Little I've Caesars only... that by my house, everyone there knows me because I'm the guy who orders the cheeseless pizza, and they're like, "Ah, the yeah. psychopath has arrived." <laughs> <laughs> it's like I walk in, they're like, "Yep, to the portal." But like, cool, thank you. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just funny. The one time their system glitched, or they had a system glitch recently where when you would order no cheese, it wouldn't show up for some reason. And so I walked in, the guy's like, hey, um, our system has a glitch in it, but we saw your name and knew it wasn't supposed to have cheese on it, so we just made it without cheese. Here you go. I'm like, awesome, nice. thank you. <laughs> nice. So you could basically walk in there and be like, the usual garçon. And <laughs> right, be like, yeah. Uh, they'd be like, right away, sir. Indeed, like literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just respond with, Ah, uh, yes. Here you go. <laughs> like, oh, you're back. Gosh dang it. <laughs> they just they yeah. just they just memorize the order cuz they're like we need to have as little contact with this psychopath as possible. <laughs> so we're just going to get him in and out as fast as humanly as fast as humanly possible. Like we are yeah. going to zoom in through this because if we spend any more moment with him, he might snap. He might kill us all. <laughs> we're yeah. told they you have terrified the entire staff of this chain <laughs> restaurant. They are just you scroll across the scroll across the thing they're like there's a shutter that goes through every person in the building there's like we are gonna die if we don't get this out of here <laughs> this, this is secretly why little caesars does not put the little table thing in the box because they know matt's gonna take it out and he's just gonna attack them with it yeah it's a it's a <laughs> device that thing they, into a weapon <laughs> they've adopted it uh, no sharp points nationwide they adopted it nationwide they, they don't like, know which one he's gonna show up at, so they gotta like, take he precautions. Could any, he could be anywhere at <laughs> any point in his. And we're just like, we cannot, we cannot risk it. I better watch it. They're gonna like tag my car or something next time I go there. Yeah, people, people are probably thinking you're a horrible person now. He's just got a dairy allergy, so yeah, just I, have, I can't eat cheese. And um, when you don't have cheese, toppings become extremely overwhelming. So my pizza <laughs> is literally just bread and sauce. But let me tell you. It's delicious, and I would recommend anyone try it. You don't have to get it all the time like I do, but I would 100% recommend that you at least give it a try because it's basically like eating like really saucy breadsticks, which is just awesome. I've only tried it once. It was when we were at a weekend retreat within youth group together, yep. and the only pizza left was his pizza because I think they got like two boxes or something, or that was before Matt would eat the full box on his own. I believe um, we were a lot younger than we are now so that, that might have been like even maybe late middle you school, believe so yeah we were a lot younger than we are now. well like i meant like a You're lot not for sure on that well the uh, emphasis the emphasis was on the a lot part not the younger yeah. part like obviously we were younger oh, yeah. but we yeah were, i think i think we were we late were middle school grade. okay yeah so yeah, yeah it was um 
so that was back when I couldn't eat as much as I can now, basically. So yeah, I had a yeah. crap ton left over. And I I could like slam down some pizza. Ironically, the camp was called Slam, but uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, I remember that was the first time and the last time I tried his pizza <laughs> uh, because it was the only pizza left, and I'm I was looking at what was left and. I was telling myself, I'm like, yeah, I'm still hungry, and I kind of want something to snack on later tonight. Uh, I've got Cheez-Its, I've got, like, candy, but I want something, I don't know, like, substance just uh, uh, some more substance than, a like, substance. a bunch of crap. That was not that much substance. I did <laughs> eat a, I did eat around, like, three pieces, and there were still, like, two or three left, and I'm I was just sure. like, who wants Matthew's crap pizza? <laughs> I'm pretty sure by that point, too, it was, like, freezing cold because it was a winter camp and, like, you know... I just left it by my bed. I kid you not. I left it by my bed on, like, the shelf that you're supposed to put, like, your clothes on uh, (laughs) or your suitcase or whatever. Or your cans of a I just put a nasty box of pizza there. (laughs) (laughs) And I probably ate one for breakfast, if I remember correctly, so... So even yeah. though it was crap, you still kept going back to it. Well, it's because when that's all you've got, it slaps. Yeah. But oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it, not, is, it is all I have. That's my only option. If you've got a choice between, if you've got a choice between regular pizza, like pepperoni, cheese, all the sorts, or that, you never go with the sauce pizza. You always go with the cheese and the pepperoni <laughs> and all the fixings. Like, yeah. If there's an option, yeah. you don't I've, choose his option. I will <laughs> he say will when try I had... and sell you on it, but don't give in. <laughs> I will say what I had. So you guys obviously know this, but listeners may not know it. I So my allergy, I've had it my whole life, but it went away for a period of time in like mid to late high school. And then it came back my freshman year of college. I don't know why, but that's just what happened. So there was a period of time where I could have all the dairy I wanted, except for like drinking straight milk, basically. Because it was like, it was still there, but like a small, it was just small enough that I could do literally whatever I wanted. So I've had experiences eating um, all kinds of cheese and dairy and chocolate and other things with milk in them. So I was free for like a few years. And um, I will say the only, I think Little Caesars is the only place where the, where my pizza, the Just Sauce pizza is actually better than the cheese pizza. Like Jet's pizza with the cheese is way better. And that's the, that was kind of my go-to when I could have cheese, I guess. Yeah. But the reason yeah. I go to Little Caesars now is just because, you know, it's the yeah. best option. I feel like Andrew's been silent this whole time because he's like, I'm an anchovy on pizza kind of person. <laughs> no, I just don't. I, uh, I've i never had the, I've never had the cheeseless pizza before. So I just, I just don't have much to say, but. I will recommend Next time we're all together, try. you're having a piece <laughs> There we go. Just so you can know how bad it is. There Good we it go. <clears throat> so, so as I think it's time that we transitioned or segue into our next segment. As I am our host for this, I have a few fun games, games for us to play. I have some fun stuff for us to do. Heck yeah! And uh, some uh, some tri- tri- trivia. Yeah, you're not gonna trivia. rattle. You're not gonna rattle off the inventor of the segue this week. <laughs> I unfortunately did not have it ready. I will have it ready for next time. <laughs> well, we'll make what a about, shirt and put that guy's face on it. What about the go. current CEO of Segways? You can just bring up a new Segway person every week. <laughs> CEO of Segway. We'll run out of people for you is to mention Segway, by like Segway, episode three. CEO of Segway dies. <laughs> is Segway... Oh my gosh. Wait, what? <laughs> Why is, is that the first thing that pop up? Well, Jimmy Heldenson, Hel, 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 Heldenson, Heldenson, died from falling off a cliff while riding a oh. Segway. There's oh no way! No you got you got to be kidding me! <laughs> as, as soon as you said fell off, I was like, oh, oh he's no. gonna fall off a Segway. No, it gets better. He falls off a cliff on a Segway. What? Pete, oh Pete. He died falling off a cliff while riding a Segway. There's no way. At the same time, like, why is he riding a Segway off of a cliff? (laughs) He was 62. Rest in peace. Gone, but never forgotten. Rest in pieces. (laughs) Yeah, he literally did. 
He fell off. A, he fell insane. from a, a cliff footpath into the river wharf at the village of Thorpe Arch near Boston Spa. I don't know what any of those things are, but he's from like England. It was by a village, so you. So British these people nonsense. in the village, yeah, they were they were just minding their everyday life. He fell and into a river, and this guy just falls off of a cliff right in front of them. That's horrible. Yeah, and then he so he died of multiple blunt force injuries of the chest and spine, consistent with a fall while riding a gyro bike. I don't know what a gyro bike is. It must just be like the loose term for a Segway. I guess so. What the heck? That's insane. Well, oh my gosh. Well, you learn C- something current... new every day. <laughs> the current CEO is Roger L. Brown II. <laughs> okay. That's a much more easy to pronounce. The question name. is, what is he going to ride a Segway off? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the way that each the Segway ceo position passes on it's just gonna continue and escalate until some one of them is riding a segway off of a the wing of a plane and then the next one is riding a segway on the moon then the next one is riding a segway or sending a segway to mars and it's just gonna keep getting worse and worse <laughs> one of oh them's gonna gosh. do it without a spacesuit yeah that's crazy that is that's I'm so I'm so glad that came up. What a, that's just so ridiculous. Of course, of course he died falling off It just oh my gosh. I mean, it's sad to laugh at, but at the at the same time, it's like it, it's just why? what an insane what's an what an insane coincidence. This reminds me of how um, I had an English teacher who was talking about irony back in high school, and um, she <laughs> she goes um, so here's an example of irony. An ambulance is rushing someone someone to the hospital to save their life, and they blast a biker and kill him. And I just burst out laughing in the middle of class, and I was the only one that <laughs> laughed. And she goes, she goes, now see, that's what irony does. It wasn't necessarily a funny occurrence, but just the situation that it was in, because they were it's trying to so- save a life, and instead ended a life, it makes it ironic and like in a, in like in a bad way funny. So it's I'm so like, wildly stupid. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, thank God, she doesn't think I'm a psychopath. <laughs> that's yeah. the same. That's the same. That's because thing. Because she I didn't was... see your pizza eating habits. Yeah, that when she saw that she was at the school pizza party or whatever, she's like, oh, I was right about him. That's like the same thing for me as I was. I was taking a commercial class in college, and we we were watching. We were doing a segment on infomercials and PSAs, and we watched these car like car don't test well, text while driving psas oh yeah and i i find those so ridiculous because they're always so cheesy and they're so yeah. terrible and there's the have you ever seen the one where the where the girl it's like it's a girl she's driving and she's texting and she doesn't pay attention and she like misses a turn so she yanks the wheel and she like does a flip and she flips through a uh through a park and flattens a bunch of kids Oh, oh I have I have seen that that's one. A, yeah, wait, that's a commercial. Yes, that I is did a see Brit- that one. It was a British uh, safe driving PSA, and we they that's played that. Horrible. I laughed for like two minutes straight because I thought it was dumb. Because <laughs> it was so cheesy. That's it was so, so out cheesy. of nowhere. Yeah, no, it's so bad. Dawson, it's you so... have to you have to pull you have to find that and watch it. It's literally like one of the most like ludicrous scenarios ever. It's just all yeah. these kids are just sitting there all bunched in a circle, like listening to a teacher or something. They're on like a field trip. And then here comes this yeah. car just barreling over the curb. Yeah. <laughs> it's and so absolutely I, ridiculous. Yeah. And so I laughed at it. And then my teacher thought I was a psychopath. He's like, you are, have, you have no conscience. You have no morals. This is insane. It's, and I'm it's, like, yeah, gosh. it's, it's, I, I, okay. I love how about this, that. I love how this segue turned into a segment yeah exactly exactly so like i was saying i've got some games and some fun stuff we can play so heck yeah our my first our first game will be a collaborative game between with you with dawson and matthew you will both be playing at the same time this is for both of you you will both if you get this answer right you have to have the same answer there's no oh well i answer this i answer that you both have to work and get the same answer awesome so so I'm going to ask you a simple question, and you have to answer. Okay. Both of both of you have to have the same answer. Okay. So my question is, this or that? This. Uh, I was going to say that. Um, okay, I'll go that. 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 Is that your final answer? Yes. That is my final answer. And mine well, as well. 
I, all I have to say is congratulations. The answer we were looking for was that. Thank Excuse you very much me? for playing this or that. What? Answer, so that's a, See, that. you, this is why you have to trust my gut, because it's it can have dairy. <laughs> what? But it can't have a lot of... But it can't have a lot of other things. Yeah. It can't have, like, tree nuts, but it can have dairy. Yeah, Dawson and I collectively have a ton of allergies, just because I have one and he has the rest. Yep. <laughs> and I have none, so they took it all for me. Yeah, you're nah, welcome, if Andrew. you were gluten-free, we'd be the whole ensemble, man. All right, so <laughs> next next we're going to play another game we're going to call... I'm going to call this 1950s sci-fi real or fake. Oh, so, boy. I'm a big sci-fi fan. I love science fiction. It's my genre. It's my thing. I love it. It's a great genre. Great movies, great books, great t- TV shows. Everything's great. But everything's also not great at the same time. There's a lot of cheesy sci-fi. As good as sci-fi can be, there's also a lot of bad of it. And nothing more evident than a cheesy, but sometimes great sci-fi movies of the 1950s. Back in the Cold War, mid-nuclear... Uh, uh, Automation was becoming a thing. Nuclear power was becoming a thing. There was a lot of worry over nuclear radiation and ships from space. The space age was really taking off. So I've written down a name and a synopsis of the sci-fi film. And you guys have to tell me whether it's real or fake. You guys don't have to play the same. You guys don't have to play this one together. You guys can both. You will be playing for your own now self. Now you're my enemy. You were playing against each other. So wait, so the only, so the only part, just this or that. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, that was so quick. Uh, It was. So our our first our first movie, you guys will I will read the title and then the brief synopsis, and you have to tell me if it's real or fake. Okay. So the title is, It Came From the Sky, exclamation point. So it came from the sky. Mm-hmm. Read that in your 1950s radio announcer voice. However it you came want from to. the sky. It came from the sky. Pretty much. So the synopsis is, when a flying saucer lands in a cornfield in a rural town, police try to investigate, only to find that the ship is full of deadly walking machines with only one mission, kill. Now, with the help of the military, they must fight these deadly robots before they conquer the Earth. So, do you think that movie is real or fake? I was going to say, I, I want to wait, I guess, to give my answer at the same time as them. If I'm, if he's against me, we're working. I'll just say it. I think other. it's real. Well, here, I think it's real as well. You guys both think it's real? Yes. Yeah. Well, let's say before, before I give you the answer, would you see that movie? Does that sound like an interesting movie? Uh, it sounds like it has promise, but it sounds also like it's got the potential to completely flop if it's got the low budget. <laughs> what about you, Matthew? What are your thoughts? I kind of agree. It sounds like it could be something you'd see on the Sci-Fi Channel, which is like historically like the worst Sci-Fi movies ever made. So it's um, the hallmark of Sci-Fi. It's not even that. Like it's just like the worst. Like we're, I'm talking like Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus and stuff like that. Like it, it's just the worst, <laughs> the worst CGI you'll ever see. <laughs> Yes, I I totally agree. So, you both answer both of your guys' answer was where you believe it's real. Yes. Yeah. So I have to say, it is fake. I wow. made that one out of my own mind. It is fake. That was well written. It was not. It was not real. Not real. Yeah, we're we're like telling him, oh yeah, it's got potential, but it's actually crap. And he's like, oh. that was my best well. idea. <laughs> Well, it's actually a compliment for you telling that because if it sounds like an actual movie that could come out, yeah, then I, yeah, believe, mm-hmm. I believe my film degree did not go to a waste. I think, I think it could. Be, I could think it could definitely be better than Eternals, at least. Oh, shots fired! <laughs> shots fired! Dang. Okay, so our next our next film is them exclamation point them another exclamation point. There's a lot of exclamation points when it comes to 1950s movies that's do true. not do i kid you not there's a lot <laughs> even while even while uh looking this up i was surprised how many there are so <laughs> while investigating a series of mysterious deaths police find a young girl who is unable to speak as they join forces with the sp, SP, SP fbi 
pardon my speech impediment there, <laughs> and scientists, they discover that all the incidents are due to giant ants that have mutated by atomic radiation. Now they must find the queen ants and destroy the nest before the danger spreads. So, before before we give you guys your answers, what do you guys think about that movie? How's that sound? It sounds 1950s. Sounds yeah, 1950s. the giant ants really sets it over the top as a 1950 uh, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it could. I think it could play out okay. Um, so, what are I your don't thoughts? think. I don't think it would be good, but. <laughs> But Just is it real I've or never, not? I've never been a fan of like the giant insects kind of trope either. Um, so what I do guess, you think? Real or we'll, fake? I think it's you want to give us a countdown and then we'll just oh. we'll say it at the same time. All right, one, two, three. Real or real? Fake? Real? Both real? Yep. Yep. It is real. Ooh. It is a real movie. Came out in 1953, I believe. I think I've second. actually seen clips of it. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, and I remember thinking to myself, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure I remember the ants looking pretty good, but the concept was just yeah. a little too out there for me. Yeah. 1954. 1954 it was released, and I have seen it. It's a very good movie. I actually really enjoy it. <laughs> You'd think it would be cheesy. It is a little bit cheesy. With the dated Anne effects, but actually, it's a very compelling movie, and I I didn't think it really dragged at all because it was really interesting. I feel like with the updates, uh, effects, and updated uh, effects on the ants and stuff like that with modern technology, I feel like it could be. There's some scenes in that that I feel like if it was updated, it could be kind of scary. There's one here. Honestly, I'm looking at. I just googled it. There's picture. There's a picture of an ant coming over. The, one of the huge ants, which mind you, these things are incredibly massive as well. Oh yeah, they're like they're the size huge. of tanks, and um, it's coming over the hill. And there's just this dude with a woman hiding behind him, and the, he's just pointing like a nine millimeter at it. <laughs> it it's, reminds it's me quite of that. Um, it's like that seed from the Avengers when they're doing like the big circle and they're all like standing around, like staring out. And then you see all these people with these crazy powers, and then Black Widow's standing there with her pistol. And she this just is a little bit out of place. This is actually going to be the next Ant Man movie, right here. There you go. <laughs> Ant Man three. Ant Man three. Attack of go. the Ants. Okay, so on to our our third our third movie. This one is called Twenty Million Miles from Twenty Million Miles to Earth. And the synopsis is: A spaceship from Venus crash lands on an Earth, losing its most precious cargo, reptilian eggs from the planet's surface. They come into the possession of a zoologist who watches as one hatches to reveal a rapidly growing monster. Now the military has to contain the creature before it destroys everything in its path. You said, so, what did you say the title of that one was? 20 Million Miles 20 to million, Earth? 20 Million Miles to Earth. To Earth. Hmm. To Earth. So, what do you guys think about that one? I like the concept there. It kind of reminds, um, me, it reminds me of Alien a little bit, assuming it takes yeah, place on the ship. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I actually really just like anything with aliens because I yeah. feel, I feel personally, if you have aliens in a movie, you can be almost as cheesy as you want because aliens are already a cheesy subject and uh, like movie concept anyway. But if you do mm -hmm. them really well, it's like so much better. But if you do them poorly, it's still kind of funny and. Uh, interesting in some other way just because you're you're looking at like someone's creativity behind like designing like the aliens and yeah uh, and and all that which i always appreciate it is a real open-ended concept you can literally do whatever you want you can make the alien look like whatever you want and have whatever like if i also if just love the idea that like i love the idea of just putting aliens in a story and then making kind of humanity uh not the top of the food chain for once or <laughs> not really like top dog uh having something that's just a little bit more powerful than humanity and m making them have to improvise and and think of a way to like beat them or work with them or come to like a solid uh conclusion with it all or just flat out everyone die um <laughs> i yeah. find that interesting just because it's not something that happens in our reality uh as much 
it's kind of part yeah. of why, it's kind of part of why I like the Planet of the Apes movies. It's because the you, yeah, you find yourself those. you find those yourself rooting for the apes the whole time. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely or, love those. Or movies. in Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, you're like, yes, dinosaurs kill the people. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's intentional or not. It actually might be to make you root for the dinosaurs, but they always. But most of the characters in those Jurassic World, Jurassic Park movies are usually pretty insufferable. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. like, you definitely find yourself rooting one. for the dinosaurs. Oh yeah, how I was, just watched how the was new that one, one and Chris Pratt sticks his hands out like the meme where he's just putting his hands out in front of the dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, he does that with every single interaction with a dinosaur in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I could not help but laugh almost every time. Not to mention, and this isn't really a spoiler, but it does happen towards the end of the movie, but, like, uh, the girl from the previous movie, he's kind of, like, watching over her and stuff, and he's kind of like her dad. But mm-hmm. at the end, she sticks her hand out, and she goes, eyes on me. And, like, it's... It's a really bad delivery. <laughs> I I I saw it with my fiance Claire, aka Matt Sester. Um, um, I feel like it's that episode. I saw of it with her. Jokers when um, what? I feel like I'm in that episode of Impractical Jokers when Murr's marrying Sal's sister, and throughout all of his vows, he just keeps referring to her as Sal's sister just to tick him <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do at the wedding. I'm like, will you, Matt's Matt sister, sister, take me? <laughs> Um, Amazing. but I, we both looked at each other when we were watching the movie and we just went, that was hilarious. <laughs> we were laughing probably harder than we should have. There was only like three other people in the theater. So that probably tells you a lot about the movie, yeah. but, um, <laughs> I mean, overall the action and the dinosaurs were good as always and yeah practical which helped but was it worse yeah. than the gymnastics bit from the jurassic park too <laughs> like, uh that was the worst. up there that was the I, absolute I, worst scene in any of those movies I, but at least that whole movie at was least bad they established that like i guess they could do that i think and I stand them using the gymnastics is is more applicable than taming a dinosaur, in my opinion. But I stand <laughs> by the gymnastics bit. That is the really? only dinosaur kill, and I think probably the franchise that is a human dinosaur kill. Yeah, I think that's the only yeah. human dinosaur kill in the entire franchise. So that everything else is like the T Rex coming in to save the day, and it's annoying. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I I stand by it. I stand by the the. The gymnastics in in uh, and what do you call it? Jurassic Park two. I don't know, yeah. man. Seeing seeing her just start twirling around that bar five times while the dinosaur just sits there and watches. It's it's kind of stupid. Yeah, I the way they it. execute it is not great, but the concept like of oh, someone yeah. actually being able to take it down, just I based on, on board like with the concept, their their but... skills and like like I am genuinely dumbfounded that they have not added someone into the jurassic park series that has martial arts experience maybe they have but um <laughs> dinosaurs yeah the dinosaurs have more martial arts experience than the dinosaurs uh not <laughs> the dinosaurs have more yeah martial arts arts experience than uh the people themselves yeah but there you go i wouldn't be surprised if they have a new jurassic park series and it's called jurassic universe and all of a sudden oh the raptors are sentient they're talking kind of like in jurassic park three where it was like alan um alan. Uh, I love it. <laughs> blue's gonna I... evolve and they're all gonna be talking and then they are going to be ruling the planet and ultimately no martial arts and the humans are gonna like start devolving like planet of the apes i was gonna say gonna... so it's literally planet of the apes with dinosaurs <laughs> yeah they should do that there we go that's the new synopsis <laughs> oh my gosh all right before we get back to our game that we're playing oh yeah I that's right the 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 talking velociraptor from jurassic park 3 is my favorite bit in any movie of all time because it's, it's so just funny. so strange and weird but <laughs> i say that to myself i say that to myself as out loud i have to make sure it's quiet so people don't think i'm crazy but i just go alan every now and then just talking to myself because it's so funny just the <laughs> dinosaur just the the animatronic velociraptor just goes alan <laughs> it's the funniest <laughs> thing ever out of just, nowhere just it's so random so out of leftly just totally cold cocks you with a talking dice to just alan 
<laughs> I haven't seen that movie in too long. I need to watch that one again. I rewatched it recently. I'd say, I'd go. I my list thing of the and like I said, we're gonna get back to it in a second, folks. Mm-hmm. But I would say, <laughs> maybe we'll do this on another. On, we'll do this on another episode. We'll talk about the Jurassic series. But my rankings of the Jurassic, the original three Jurassic Park movies, not the World series. I have. Right. I've only seen Jurassic World. I haven't seen any of the other the other two. So you're not missing out that much. Jurassic so it goes Jurassic Park on top, number one, one of the greatest movies of all time, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Then I would go Jurassic Park three mm-hmm. as number two. Solid. I think it's a it's a good movie. Yeah. There's some hiccups here and there, but it, overall, I I really enjoyed it as a movie. I think it's great. The Spinosaurus, awesome. Oh yeah, I love yeah. Spinosaurus. As a as a kid, as as soon as I saw the Spinosaurus, I was like, forget the T Rex. T Rex is old news. This dude talks, or not talks, acts like a T-Rex. <laughs> no, that's a velociraptor that talks. It acts like a T-Rex and has big arms and can do stuff with its arms, not like a T-Rex. Then, boom, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spinosaurus was my crack, and I was hooked on it. <laughs> but um, Gosh. But then I would place uh, number three, <clears throat> Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World, just because it seems it's a little bit too long. And seems and not a, a little rushed too, especially not yeah, having. Even though it's long, it's so weird. Especially not yeah. having Doctor Grant in it, it's just a bit odd. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Jeff Goldblum, I love his character and everything, but like, it's just not. It's not yeah. the same without Doctor Grant, at least not the original trilogy. Yeah. And oh, that's probably why the movie was so much longer. Is Jeff Goldblum is delivering all the lines. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Every back. line is taking five minutes to get through. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to the game. Twenty yep. million miles from Earth, real or fake? I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys a countdown. All right, three, yeah. two, one, real. real. Matthew's going real. Dawson's going fake. Yeah. Yep. All right, Matthew is right. It is hey. real. Ah, uh, it is a real movie. It cool. came out in. 1957. So did aliens steal a lot of ideas from that? Because it seems awfully kind of related. I yeah, guess. but I think this is a little bit more cheesy. This is a little bit different yeah. because also it's reptiles this... as opposed to a, a literal just alien. <laughs> yeah, this one is also the dinosaur. Uh, the dinosaur hooked on dinosaurs still. <laughs> the alien is trouncing around Italy, so the Italian. Oh army my gosh! And the and just tearing up the alien. There's a scene where a uh uh. Uh, the the alien kills the elephant, so that's fun. Oh. <laughs> I want to see a scene where the alien goes into a pizza shop and it, it's appalled at someone who ordered a pizza without cheese and it just kills them. <laughs> yeah, like he's not there to kill people, but he sees me walking into Little Caesar. He's like, ah, he must die. He's just like, oh, this is atrocious, even for me. <laughs> All right, our third, our fourth and final film in this game. We're going to go, the title is Visitor from Planet Z. When a young woman is traveling home from work, she witnesses a spaceship crash. When she goes to the wreckage, she finds a man who has lost all of his memories. After taking him home, he begins to remember that he's from Planet Z and has come to Earth with a grave message. Now, they must try to reach Washington, D.C. to tell the president while being hunted by the government itself. So kind of a mystery thriller going on here. That one sounds interesting. Yeah. I like. Yeah. I, I tend to like movies that have an element of mystery to them. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I like. I like having like something that needs to be figured out over the course of a movie. I don't know. Yeah. It's just something I enjoy. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah. It's. It's more. It's more of a human element drama because mm-hmm. the person is is human. Yeah. Yeah. No. No fantastical creatures or anything mm-hmm. like that. Right. Yeah. So. I have my answer, but I almost have to like wait for Matt to go because like. I gotta at least try and like go opposite of him if I want to be in this thing. So no, no, no. We must do the countdown. All right. Give me your answers in three, two, one. Real or fake? Fake. Fake. Both going yeah. fake. I'm going fake. Yeah. It is fake. Ooh. It is fake. Yeah, I, I tried to throw you guys there. I but... could hear your voice in it. I was like, yeah, this is probably Andrew. I like uh, that one. I like that one though. That, I like of, it, the, of the four movies, that might be my favorite synopsis. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. So, at the end of 1950s, real or fake, Matthew is sitting at four points, while Dawson is sitting at three. 
So Matthew is in the lead. We're... He sounded like a pigeon. He's like, all right. So yeah, now, I can't my unlike James Heldness, we're going to safely pilot our segue into this next. <laughs> into this next. <laughs> I don't think he said his last name right, but I know everyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> we're about to go off that cliff into our next segment. Woo! We're gonna. Just like James held this, we're going to go straight off that cliff, driving at 50 miles per hour off our segway, diving into our next segment like it's the river next to that village where he died. This is a terrible segment. We're terrible people. Rest in peace, James. Uh, But he died 12 years ago, so. Oh, gosh. I didn't realize that was long. It was that long ago. Yeah, he died in 2000. He died in September 26, 2010. So. It just gets less uh, sensitive of a topic the more you go in in years past. So it's been 12 yeah. years, therefore it's 12% less uh, sensitive. There you go. <laughs> Tragedy plus time equals comedy, and we yes. are here to milk this joke to death. Indeed. <laughs> so our next game is going to be Um Actually. Oh, no. In the, in the center, um, of, in the center of nerd culture. Pretty much in the center of nerd culture, there is nothing we love to do more than um actually people which is correcting people <laughs> with the phrase um actually and then stating the correct fact whether we know it or not we will say it with the exact cadence of someone who knows exactly what they're talking about so in this game i am going to have a list of categories and you guys are once again going to be competing head to head on this game and on each category i'm going to read you a different question a different statement from each of the uh categories about okay. a specific piece of pop culture and you are going to at the end of the statement you guys are going to tell me if you have the answer or not and you have to answer the statement with um actually and then give me the answer (laughs) so if you do not answer if you're heated in the moment and you do not have the start with the statement um actually you get no points and even if you do give the correct answer without saying um actually the, the other person can steal Ooh. So we have to, so uh, it's kind of like Jeopardy in a way. I love Jeopardy. Yes, you have to start, instead. yeah, so instead of saying what is, you will say, um, actually, and then say the answer. What the, you, give me, you will correct me on my wrong and incorrect statements. But if you do not say, um, actually, you get no points, and the person can steal. Is it, so? Oh, I forgot, is it turn-based or is it like buzz-in? You guys are going to give me, at the end of the statement, you guys are going to tell me if you have the answer or not. Okay. This might be tricky over a Discord call. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a little bit tricky. We'll see if this works. How about works. we put something in the chat? Okay. Okay. That, that will and work. then whoever that does that first, then they get to. What do we have to All type? Right. Uh, just I'm put, just going to have a put, yeah, put got a number one typed no put like a number one put like like a one or something i'll do like buzz. Just okay. i'm gonna type out the word buzz and then my buzzer will be my enter key how about that okay there you yeah go. that's what i was thinking type, okay. out, type out the phrase and then whoever gets their message in first they they're the person i will go to so mm-hmm. all right you guys you guys ready yes um actually i'm not all right <laughs> oh, i lost the point our first, our first category is movies. Movies. Love movies. In return, in Return of the Jedi, the Rebels attack and destroy the new Death Star's shield generator on the planet Endor, with the help of the furry creatures called Ewoks. So, pop over to the chat. See who gets in first with their. Oh, I, I think I know, but I gotta hear it again. Matthew, you have the correct answer. Um, actually, Endor is a moon. Ooh, that's Matthew what I thought it was, steel. but I missed it. Yes. Matthew with the steel. Yeah, I was yeah. completely thinking it was at the yes. end of the phrase, so I wasn't listening as much to the beginning. Yeah, and I'm no, like, I, I'm like, oh, he's going to call the Ewoks like stormtroopers or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I thought he was going to call the Ewoks Wookiees or something. But then I was like, oh, he probably said e- Endor was like the planet itself and not the moon. Uh, yes. Like, do I risk it? And I didn't. So there you go. <laughs> okay, God has stolen that point. This is it. This is interesting. This is an interesting concept for a game. I like this. Because all got, right, you got, we, now I have Dawson, to listen to the full. I was question. like, is Dawson? I have to really be like paying attention and sleuthing on these statements. Yes. Yes. 
pay attention to every word because you never know which one is going to be the incorrect statement. So mm-hmm. on to our next segment, which is comics. Comics. Oh, dang it. So the statement is, in the DC Universe, Superman is invulnerable to almost everything. One of his weaknesses is kryptonite. This radioactive rock comes from it comes in many colors, which e- with each having its own effect. Some examples are green kryptonite, which weakens Superman. Red, which can turn you into a dragon. Yellow, which depowers Superman. And pink, which shrinks Superman down. So. Um, actually. Wait, who got oh, oh, first? Oh, oh. I have mine, mine came in first. What? I have Matthews um, in first. Mine went in first on my side. Dang it, really? I have math. That's what I see. Matthews on oh. here. Okay. Um, actually, the pink one makes him gay. Oh, that is correct. Woo. I knew it too. I don't mm. know why I love that piece of trivia. It's just like the most, <laughs> the most random thing ever. Yeah, it is pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the pink kryptonite was created as Superman, so he would fall out of love with Lois Lane. There is a yeah. specific Gosh. panel and criticizing Lois's outfit. Ooh. So. Gosh. It's All just right. so random. Kryptonite has gotten so much crazier over the years. It used to just be the one. Right. All right. So if in this next segment, if we do have a slight issue with this, if I'll I'll defer to, I'll defer to what has what is on your guys' screen. If we have a different one, because no. Matthew, it does it say you came in first on your screen? On my screen, it says I went in first. Yeah. Okay. So I'll if there's if both of your guys' screen says you guys came in one of you guys came in first. And mine says the other one. I'll defer to whoever has the majority of what we're Yeah, saying. I was going to say, right? my, my guess is how it probably is, is that Dawson and I will, ours probably gives a, gives a, um, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, gives, like, an advantage, I guess, to the us, because we're the one typing it and putting it in. Mm-hmm. But Andrew's is, like, probably the middle ground. So my guess is if Dawson and I do it close enough to each other, it will appear that each of us put it in first on each of our screens. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, it has you both coming in and both at the same time, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to our next statement. TV shows. TV mm. shows, TV shows, TV shows. The big old, the 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 home entertainment system. Mm-hmm. I'm running out of words to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not panning for time. You are. In the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine, we follow a squad of cops on the New York City Police Department were some of the best on the force, but some of the officers have a distinct flaw that inhibits them. Rosa Diaz is emotionally distant. Amy Santiago is horribly allergic to cats. Jake Peralta is in crushing debt. And Terry Jeffers is allergic, is addicted to food. Yeah, is, I, I didn't up? even buzz. <laughs> Dawson got it. In. All right, Dawson's uh... in. What's your answer there, Dawson? Um, actually... Jake Peralta is not in debt. Ooh, that is incorrect. There, I couldn't figure it out. Matthew, do you want? Do you want to steal? Do you want to try? Attempt. Anything. I will attempt. Um, Terry Crews. Um, actually, Terry Crews is addicted to yogurt. Um, actually, you are incorrect. Yeah. Terry is fond of yogurt, but does not have an affliction with food. With yogurt. He is afflicted with food, who has troubled his weight in the past. The mm-hmm. correct answer is, um, actually, Amy is allergic to dogs, not oh, cats. She's of allergic course. to dogs. I was. I have. I knew it wasn't Terry, and I knew. Yeah, I had a feeling it was Jake or, uh, or Amy. And Jake Peralta is in, not just debt. Crushing debt. That was gonna be my guess. Oh, if, Dawson, yeah. if Dawson didn't take that one, I was gonna. That was gonna be my guess because I've only seen like into season three, so I haven't like. I don't. I don't remember that. Yeah, I was thinking up. to myself, I'm like, it makes complete sense with this character to be in debt, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> this would be something Andrew would put in there just to throw us off. So yeah, I was. I was trying to get a show. I was trying to figure out. I don't know. I was trying to figure out what a show. I what what show to do, but then I figured Brooklyn Nine Nine might be give. Uh, Dawson advantage, but it was seemed to be a level playing field. Yeah, yeah that was from it that was, was a, mainly from the first season, which I haven't seen in a while. It so. was a good show to pick because Dawson and I have at least both seen it, which is not true for a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah. So okay, moving on to our next segment, which is sports. 
Who? Sports, which you guys have a distinct advantage, and I had to Google for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Matt's going to get this so quick. Well, it depends. Okay, sports. The World Cup is a sporting event that brings together 32, nation, 32 national teams to play each other every six years. The event is split up into two stages, the group stage and the knockout stage, in which teams are eliminated after, eliminated after a loss. So, oh, we got Matthew in there. Um, actually, it's every four years. Oh, and Matthew slides in for the win. I don't care about soccer. Yeah, soccer's like the one sport I don't follow, but I do know the World Cup is every four years. There you go. Every I I was like I knew I was gonna do I was gonna say I have to do soccer because you guys know pretty much all this all the all the uh, rules for every other sport, so I figured I'll go with <laughs> soccer. Maybe give you guys a slight disadvantage, and then yeah, also good, didn't even care. That was a good choice. That was a good choice of sport for sure. Okay, moving into our our fifth and final segment. Oh, so I automatically lost. <laughs> yep. Here, here, I'll give you I'll give you a I'll give you I'll give you a chance to win. I'll give you a chance to come back. Alright? <laughs> yes, make it unfair. Last point wins. <laughs> Alright, no. Matthew oh yeah, pretty much. Matthew, if you get this right, <laughs> you nothing. get one. I'll save I'll save these scores for another game. So if you do come in and win this game, I may bring it back for another segment later in the uh, later on. Who knows? Maybe nobody knows. Maybe I know. Maybe I, spe- <laughs> maybe I specifically know what I'm doing. <laughs> maybe I don't have any clue what I'm doing. So. Any clue. Right. So, Matthew, this point is worth one point for you. While Dawson, this is worth four points. This will make you tied with Matthew if you get this right. Ooh. <laughs> so. Gosh. So our final segment is video games. Okay. Video games. The video games. The videoest, gamiest video video games. In the popular series Super Smash Brothers, a roster made of Nintendo characters fight in an arena-style battle in which each player tries to knock each other out. Matt Dawson in with the buzz. What is your answer there, Dawson? Um, actually, it's not all Nintendo characters. That is the correct answer. Mm-hmm. You got Saga in there. You got some Sega. Microsoft. There so. you go. There you go, Matt. And then right at the end, the last, the buzzer beater, right at the end, Dawson ties it up. So we are <laughs> seven and seven. Not a seven, seven and seven. seven. <laughs> I thought it was worth four points. Yeah, it, you were at three. I was? You were at three. How did I get three? Oh, from all the previous. Yeah, it was yeah. a cumulative total. Yes, this oh. was a cumulative total. This was, this was counting over the entire segment. So, they are, you are currently tied. Actually, a running, a running good. score would be kind of fun if we just had, like, like if you keep doing, like, games like this when you host and stuff, it'd be fun if Dawson and I had a running total over the course of the entire podcast. <laughs> so How dare like... you guess exactly what I was going to do? <laughs> But that brings gonna us forget to, to write it down. Game. Right. Jokes on you. I have it written on my computer. I will have it forever until I throw this computer in the lake. He's got <laughs> it written in Sharpie on his computer screen. There you go. <laughs> perfect. Perfectly perfect. But that brings us to the end of our game segment and, might I say, the end of the podcast. You might say. So you might. I might say. So I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to episode two. We're having a good old, grand old, fantastic, bombastic time over here at the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. And we're so happy, slapstick happy you could join us. And we're just (laughs) super happy. We are everywhere. Over the past week since our initial release, I have taken the liberty upon myself to submit us to multiple platforms across the internet. We are available on Amazon Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on Radio Beat. We're on a bunch of other places. Audible. Well, that's part. Yes, a part of the Amazon. We are on Audible, which is super cool for me because I use Audible all the time. And that's uh, super impressive. So you can find us pretty much everywhere. And I just thank you again for being with us. Mm -hmm. And this is me, Andrew, signing off. (laughs) 
Anybody else want to sign off, or are we just gonna? No, I'm just in? gonna stay signed on until the next one. <laughs> I'll just be Dawson perpetually a... in this call. <laughs> Dawson is permanently signed on. You heard it here, here first, folks. Yeah. So until yeah. until next You've time. You've been listening to us. Now it's my turn to listen to you. Oh my. Yes, we are in your homes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Andrew said we're in Amazon. We are. Like we're we're in all of your Google products. We're <laughs> listening. We will be there. We are we're, we're we're listening to all the stuff you have to say about us. So say good stuff. All right, talk uh, talk to you later. Well, we will talk, talk to we'll, you later. We will Listen talk to, to them you later. later. Well, we'll 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 goodbye. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> cut it there. Cut 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 cut. Later, y'all.